0: Hi, I'm Carla Wainwright and I'm Little Leah and welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast where we explore the themes of sexuality, feminism, consciousness, love, healing, ritual, magic,
1: and all things witchy and wonderful. Hello all you devilish divas and welcome to another episode of the Radical Sex Witches. I'm Little Leah and with me as always is Carla Wainwright. Hi, Carla. Hey, Leah. How are you doing today? I'm doing quite well, still riding the high of our last couple of shows where we talked about, oh, orgasms and the summer solstice. And speaking of the summer solstice, in that episode, you wrote and read a really fantastic limerick. And so we both kind of just want to put out a call to action to all of our radical sex witches out there. Write us a dirty sex limerick and send it to us. We'll read it on air.
0: Absolutely. I, you know, I would love to hear a genital amnesia limerick (laughs) or anything from one of uh, our past show themes. That would be really amazing.
1: We'll take haikus as well.
0: (laughs) Yes, any form of poetry.
1: (laughs) Any form of poetry. The dirtier, the funnier, the better. Um, I also want to take this opportunity to give a shout out to a special listener. um, My friend Brett from the Swear Wolves. Um, he listens all the time and I'm actually going to get to be a guest on his podcast with himself and David coming up this weekend. So by the time this airs, it might even be out, um, for you to listen to on all the fine platforms and those guys, they, they talk about horror movies. So it's so up my alley. I'm so super excited. And all of this came from a single tweet on Twitter. So I'm very excited. And I got to pick the films. And so I picked two Canadian zombie films. Um, I had to I had to bring the north down to Arizona. So yeah, shout out to you, Brett and David. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm so
0: happy you have someone to talk horror with because you know, I'm not your woman for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're not but I noticed I've been listening to our shows. And we do have like a lot of pop culture moments. We've talked about Friday the 13th, The Breakfast Club. There's always movies and things that are you know somehow oh harry met sally when harry met sally they're popping up in our show so we're not totally out to lunch and just the woo woo wonders of the <laughs> west <laughs> But speaking of the woo-woo wonders of the West, today we're going to enter the temple, specifically the Embrace- Embracing Shakti Temple, which is actually how Carla and I met. So for the listeners out there that aren't familiar with Embracing Shakti Temple, Carla, maybe you want to give it a rundown of what it is or actually like how it came about in your mind and we birthed it into the world. Mm-hmm. So the Embracing Shakti Temple, it came about for a couple of reasons.
0: So one of the reasons was that, well, I've been leading retreats for years and years. And I really create in my retreats this temple environment where women come and they're really able to drop in and come together in community and do these incredible practices that have these in, you know, really profound and powerful lineages. And <clears throat> they create so much magic and uh, aliveness in the body. And what I found was that it was amazing for that week, and then women would go back to their regular lives, and that magic would kind of dissipate. So I really wanted to create a way for women to stay together in community and have access to those practices so that they could fit them into their everyday busy lives. And I also you know, had this vision of bringing women together from different parts of the planet, you know, with different stories, different backgrounds, different knowledge, and Um, creating this space where we could all come together and share that in a community. So from all of that vision, um, yeah, the idea for the Embracing Shakti Temple was
1: born. So where does that name come from then? Why is it called Embracing Shakti Temple?
0: Mm -hmm. So the reason I named it Embracing Shakti Temple is because it's really a, a space that's devoted to the energy of the divine feminine. And The word Shakti comes from the yoga and uh, Hindu tradition where Shakti really means the, the divine feminine, the great mother energy. It's really the cosmic energy of creation that moves through the universe and it's, about sustaining, connecting, enlivening, generating, it's full of um, incredible energy and passion. and I've never found a word in the English language that actually represents all of that. like we can use all of these adjectives like I just did, but um you know if anyone knows that word, I would love to hear it. Um, but uh, I haven't ever found that word. and so Shakti just felt like this beautiful all-encompassing word that really represented this energy of creation and the feminine. so, embracing Shakti is doing just that, like coming home and embracing that innate dwelling power of the feminine within us. And of course, the temple idea is to come and walk into the sacred space where we are a sisterhood, where we are a community, where we nurture, care for, and learn from one another in, in a very safe environment.
1: Yeah. So like rewind in time, what was it like 2018 that you put a, you put an ad out somewhere. And I I was in between jobs at the time I was coasting and living the dream off of my uh, payout from a big corporation. And I was like, well, I better get my shit together. And I saw that. And there's in where we live in Prince George, there's not a lot of creative opportunities, especially the all encompassing everything that I do. And so I was like, oh, my goodness, this this is sounds like, you know. I should be a part of this. And it ended up because like I saw Chinook yoga on there. One of my, both of our very good friends, Brooke Ebert, shout out to Brooke who listens to the show all the time. That's another shout out today. Hey Brooke. Um, I was like, do you know this woman, Carla? And should I go work for her? And she said to me, she's like, absolutely. Yes. Like I never usually try to hook people up to work together. It's just something I don't do. Like I don't give those accolades, but you guys would work wonderful together. And so we just started building this sucker out from the ground up for like probably like was it the next year or it was I don't know it was a good chunk of time before we actually launched it oh yeah it was
0: it was probably at least nine months and um yeah I'm so grateful to Brooke for connecting us because I actually got like 90 applications (laughs) for
1: that job really are you serious Oh, wow. Right. I feel like super duper special now. Well, you are. And look at us. Look at us. Look what we're doing now. Like. I know. You know <laughs> so the it's evolution. been a beautiful relationship that is ever evolving.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, your, um, your inspiration and your creativity and passion has been such a huge part of the temple. And you're exactly right. Like it took you know, we kind of had to gestate it in our cauldron, um, yeah. the vision of this and what it was going to look like. And, um, you know, for me, one of the absolute highlights of the whole experience has been like every time you send me a graphic or your vision of what something's going to be, and it's like opening up a gift, a present, oh, like what have you created? So nice. And, yeah.
1: Thank you. And like not to like keep blowing smoke up each other's asses, but you are just a dream client because you're always just like I'm on board for this. Let's go. You know it's very easy to work with, and your your brand is beautiful. And I want to help spread that word. So I make stuff pretty. Ka- Carla makes all the content. Um, I also do a tarot video every single month, and you know that's what's the temple. So, but that's just like the icing on the cake. What as a woman on the outside that is not in the temple yet. Um, what do women experience when they get in there? What can they find? Mm-hmm. So I've designed the content
0: with uh, a woman in mind who I know has a really full life, just like you and me, um, but still has this deep desire to connect with the wisdom of um, our ancestors, the ancestors of the planet and the, the secrets and the, um, the mystery of the divine feminine. So what I've created is that every month um, well, there's a whole library of goddesses that come from around the world, and, and there's so much incredible insight and these transmissions that come from you know the these different lineages and the stories and the particular um, lessons that can be learned through these stories, through these archetypes. So there's this library of goddesses, and <clears throat> with those stories in mind, I've created ceremonies um, which really help. Um, the woman who's watching them and engaging in them to access the energy, the specific energy that that goddess, that archetype represents. And that can be really powerful. And these ceremonies, you know, some of them are really, really brief. Like they can just be a few minutes. Some of them are a little bit longer. And then after the ceremony piece, um, then I offer all of these amazing embodiment practices, which is really the culmination of more than 25 years of study and learning and teaching, I've been so incredibly gifted to travel the world and have amazing, amazing teachers and have been passed down so many incredible practices that I want women to know and to do and to incorporate into their lives. And so, yeah, with these themes in mind, then I offer these um, embodiment practices to really connect into our bodies, connect into our pleasure, connect into our sexuality, our essence, or turn on all of it. And so that really forms the core. And then like you said, there's, we like to put in some more mystical stuff. So there's like tarot and astrology. We have guests um, on there as well, and uh, like PDFs. And so lots of different formats, which really, um, I think help women who are busy and just want to kind of like pick and choose based on whatever they're feeling in the moment to really capture that essence in a short amount of time.
1: And that's a big message of the temple is these busy women, like you need to make time for yourself, even if it's like five to 10 minutes doing one of these small practices or reading about a goddess or something like that, you know, take that time for yourself. You deserve it. You shouldn't feel guilty and you might find something that you turn into a regular ritual for you every single day. Um, This year we did change directions. We went through like all the goddesses in the first couple of years and now we're incorporating themes. So like wisdom, beauty, sexuality, and it kind of just like, do you want to explain how it encompasses the temple in that aspect?
0: Yeah. So like I was saying, there's this incredible library. There's like two years worth of of goddesses in this library. And it really felt like the next step was to then take um, qualities that so many of us are really searching for in our lives to feel more presence, to feel more wisdom, to feel more sexuality, like our turn on and that. And um, so, you know, really <clears throat> helping women uh, be guided towards the right types of practices. Um, oh, I also mentioned that there's, I forgot to mention there's drum journeys in there, like an auditory experience. So then mm-hmm. using that particular theme and then Um, instead of focusing just on one particular archetype, actually seeing how there is wisdom coming from across the planet, from these different archetypes, these different goddesses, and bringing it together into that theme. It's really powerful to really feel held by this wisdom that comes from so many different sources in so many different formats um, to support women. And, And like you said, like taking that short amount of time this is one of the big things in teaching for years and years that, you know, women are really good at putting everyone else ahead of themselves. You know, whether like we're mothers or partners or you know friends, like it's just we're you know it's we've been taught that um, really becoming the martyr or sacrificing ourselves for the greater good of whoever it is is really um, what is. Uh, praised in society, but we all know what that leads to. It leads to burnout. It leads to resentment. It leads to, you know, feeling terrible in your body might even lead to, you know, conditions or disease or all those sorts of things. And so um, learning to prioritize yourself once again is actually really, it's hard. And that's why community is so important because without the community piece, it's really difficult to stay on track. But when we have the community supporting one another, and then we can make that small but incremental commitment to ourselves, It's actually quite remarkable, and I've seen it over and over and over again, how these amazing shifts can happen just through a small investment of time and from having that loving support of women who are just really there to see you and uh, witness you exactly as you are.
1: Absolutely. I mean, if you need just a great bitch fest and you just got to get it out, there's going to be someone in that community that's like, all right, sister, you burn that bra. (laughs) Or jockstrap, <laughs> or your jockstrap, whatever. Um, I know that I already like. I steered away from the goddesses. I didn't mean to, but we covered like what, like twenty-four goddesses, maybe more. What is? What are some of your favorites? Because I know what some of my favorites are. Yeah. Well, you know, I feel like this is such a canned answer.
0: I love them all for different reasons.
1: Wah, wah. I know, but
0: all of your children, I love all
1: my children <laughs> equally. Bullshit. <laughs>
0: Fortunately, they're too long, young to listen to this. But anyway,
1: um, yeah. However,
0: there, you know, some of the I, I really resonate with the, the the goddesses who are the rebels. So I love Lilith. So Lilith oh, is yes. the Hebrew goddess um, of sovereignty, and you know she was kicked out of the Garden of Eden um, before Eve, and because she wouldn't lie with Adam
1: in missionary position. <laughs> You probably didn't even know how to use it as the first man. Let's yeah, exactly. be honest. Exactly that. You know, can you imagine that first lay? Ooh, <laughs> sandpaper.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I love her because she's just, you know, she is her own queen and um, really is just in charge of her own power. So I love what she represents. And I love Sedna, who is the Inuit goddess of the sea and shadow. I also love the goddesses that really um, explore the shadow self, like the darker sides that we often just try to ignore or sweep under the rug. But they're so important in our evolution to really get in touch with the, the darker sides of ourselves because that integration is, yeah, really essential. And yeah, and I love all the goddesses that really embrace their their um, unabashed. Sexuality and horniness too. I love those ones as well.
1: Well, um, I mean, seeing as you said that, I was just going to bring up Freya. She was fucking everybody, and I think it was Loki who was jealous because she wasn't sleeping with him or something like that, and so he was starting rumors and mischief against her. And it's funny because, like, when we, I would create these PDFs, and I would do a little bit on the folklore of them. And then there would be three things ranging from simple to hard of what you could do within that month. And the top challenge on that PDF was to see if you could masturbate every single day for 30 days. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one for sure. And she was, and also too, she had a chariot that was driven by two cats. Like this, this (laughs) goddess was for me. And then my other favorite goddess, and like you did this for me, absolutely was Hecate the triple goddess. She's yeah. like the goddess of all the witches and love. And also like, she, um, she transports the dead um, yeah. from one end to the others. So, and I've always resonated with her. She's like my mother goddess and I love everything that she stands for. So those have been my two favorites. And I mean, I've, lo- I loved building all those PDFs and creating those goddesses and whatnot. That was uh, something I always looked forward to. Really great visuals and fun to do. Um, what What are some of your favorite practices maybe that we've covered in
0: the mm, temple? Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. There's so many good ones. So I love I love the practices that um, really connect us to nature and the earth always. Um, I, you know, I think that there is probably nothing more healing than actually just being present on the earth and in nature. Uh, whether you're doing that in in movement or in stillness, and so there are many practices that um, that I share that really help connect into you know the energy of the earth. Is, this is like the great mother energy, and it's so incredibly healing. And you know, there's of course we we always need to prove things through science, but you know it has been shown that. Just being barefoot on the ground, what's called earthing and doing whatever you're doing has profound effects on your immune system, profound effects on your mood, all of these things. So any practices that do that, um, I do have to say, uh, we had a guest, uh, Carolyn Maness, who did uh, a zoomy practice, who's the Shinto goddess of laughter. So we did a laugh.
1: Yeah, that one was so good.
0: That one was really fun. Like my mouth, my whole jaw hurt for a day was laughing so much. And, um, yeah, I'm super like into all the, the sexual practices, like, you know, breast massage and jade egg and, uh, any practices where we move sexual energy in the body too. I'm, I'm all over those ones also.
1: And something that I learned in the embracing Shakti movement, which was like, um, opening of the floodgates to come into the temple. And I still use it to this day when I'm dragging my ass is the, um, oh my God. (laughs) shaking. You can't see what I'm doing, everyone. What is it? The shaking. I, it was shaking in my brain. And then all of a sudden my brain went poof. But yeah, the shaking. I love that. Like it really like it wakes me up. And it's so simple and you can literally do it anytime.
0: Absolutely. That That's like one of the best. Pra- I mean, I do it every single day, just shaking your body. So if you're listening, you can, you, you it's safe to do this, like just stand with your feet wide on the earth and just start to shake your body. And, you
1: know, I'm really big on fluttering the lips. Like, I can't do that, by the way. I've tried. <laughs> that sounds like a wet fart, you guys. Like, I've, I've just given up on the lip fluttering.
0: <laughs> yeah, and sticking out your tongue and just really, like, shake off all the bullshit in your life. Like, just get yourself to feel lighter. Put on some great music. And, um, yeah, that's a foundational, that is a foundational temple
1: practice. Uh, Absolutely, it is. Shaking. But it has always yeah, stuck with it. me. Mm -hmm. yeah so I don't know like we keep talking about the community but um, where we connect most with each other we do have a private Facebook page um, just so where you know people can pop those questions in there share their thoughts etc do you want to share anything about what the community itself is like
0: the community is amazing these women are so inspiring and Um, just so incredibly supportive, like Leah was just saying earlier, to to just be amongst women who have you no matter what. Like if you're having a super shitty day or you've got a question or something that's that's not going well in your life, um, it's just a safe space to be able to post that with no judgment. And what's incredible is sometimes well, sometimes really often the the responses can be so incredibly healing. Like there'll be insight that someone, a temple sister will have um, that could shift everything. Right. And it's different, you know, like we all have friends, we all have that kind of community, but often what can happen is because we play certain roles in people's lives that um, being able to show up, you know 100% vulnerably or authentically can be difficult like i can find that difficult in certain relationships so to be yeah, and you also are biased too already yes. right so to have yeah. someone that doesn't know shit about you yeah exactly and that's right and i mean some of these women do know each other but you know a lot of them don't they know each other of course as a result of being in the temple so to have a space like that can actually be so profound um and really just being able to show up 100% raw, real, authentic. It's pretty, pretty powerful.
1: And something that we did this year that was brand new, it was only a couple months ago. I said to Carla, I was like, Hey, why don't we all get together via zoom? Because I mean, we're still in the thick of, you know, COVID and not being able to socialize. And I'm like, let's do something that's so non-temple related. And so we came up with a party called labias and libations. And we got a little shit can together drinking on zoom for a couple of hours. And it was so fun. Like I got to meet people that like, I've only seen as a Facebook picture before and they were there like right in front of my face. And like that whole, like, it was small. There was like maybe like six of us, but everyone was so fantastic. I had so much fun and that's something that we're definitely going to be doing again. We're definitely going to do it again. Yeah. We dressed up and um, I, you know, kudos to
0: you Leah for coming up with that name, which is the most fantastic name for any party (laughs) labias and libations. And um, yeah, like we like to have fun, you know, the being in this temple is about, you know, of course, we want to get into our bodies and, you know, find all of these profound things. And we want to have a really fucking good time doing it. So
1: Yeah. And it's just one thing. I mean, I'm sure things would have been different if we haven't been in the last 18 ish months of, you know, being stuck in our houses, we probably would have done more events together in the very infant stages. There were a couple of times that we did meet out in the park, but I mean, we've evolved since then we've gotten to know each other more. And so It was really awesome to see each other face to face, and everybody made it through meeting me, who's just a fucking tornado vortex. The theme was to wear hats and fantastic makeup, so I wore a trucker hat that says, I only date crack whores, and nobody left, you know? And I just kept getting drunker and playing these games, and like, I was accepted, and I fucking loved it. Yes, that was a great hat. (laughs) I used to wear that to the supermarket all the time in my 20s. And just these little old ladies would look at me like I was Satan it's Satan herself, you know? Yeah, never getting rid of that one. Um, <laughs> so the temple is still open. If you're ever interested in looking and seeing what it's all about, like, come check it out.
0: Yeah. It's awesome.
1: Or really? if you have questions, send Carla a question about it and learn more about the Embracing Shakti Temple. EmbracingShaktiTemple.com. Yeah. It's
0: all in the show notes. And um, yeah, if you have questions, let me know. And we would love to to uh, welcome you into this space. Uh, it is a space for radical sex witches. So if you're listening to the show and you like this show, then I think you'll really, really love this space. Absolutely.
1: Well, that is about it for entering the temple. On another episode of the Radical Sex Witches. On our next episode, we're going to have a special guest, Lynette Lefontaine, Leif- sorry, <laughs> who's a Metis mixed media artist who's going to share some Two Spirit and Cree Metis women's teachings. As always, I'm Little Leah. And I'm Carla. And we're the Radical Sex Witches.
0: And we will see you next time. Curious about how to liberate your inner witch and experience more pleasure, turn on, and a deeper connection to life? Head over to embracingshakti.temple.com to learn how you can shed old limiting expectations, beliefs, and patterns, and finally let yourself be guided by your inner feminine wisdom and magic.